My mom liked it and that's all that matters to me. She's the only opinion who matters. Welcome to Not Safe for Words. I'm your host, Crystal L. Kirkham, multi-genre author, editor, and cover designer. I'm here to give you insight into the world of publishing and to help you avoid the mistakes that others have made. So stick around. You're in for one hell of a ride where I don't curb the curses. Alright, so it's absolutely fucking awesome if your mom likes your book or slightly mortifying when your mom recommends your gay romance to all her friends at church. And true story, guys, that my mom was so proud of my latest novel, which is a gay romance, that she was telling all her friends at church about it. But that aside... It is great if your mom likes your book and maybe she is a part of your target audience, which is what we're talking about today. Target audiences is who your book is intended to be read by, which should seem self-evident, but it seems a lot of people kind of forget about this stuff. And when it comes to figuring out who your target audience is, there's a few things that come into mind and a lot of this traces back to our very first season of Not Safe for Words, where I started talking about genres and comparison titles and a few things like that. But those two, definitely the key topics when we are going to talk about your target audience. So in case you're wondering, that is... Season 1, episodes 12 and 13 that you might want to reference again after this is all done. So your target audience is who you want to fucking read your book. Your ideal person. And it's really an important thing to know before you set your book out into the world to be read by other people. Because you have to be able to market your story. And do not delude yourself. You will be marketing your story. I don't care if you sign with a top five publisher. You're going to be marketing your story because that is something that an author needs to do. And it's something that we're going to get more in depth on at a future time. And I am not digging through my show notes to figure out what season we're going to be talking more about marketing which, to be perfectly honest, might be... Fuck, you know what? I don't know if I have a marketing season, but I'm pretty sure I have marketing topics peppered in among the other issues. But target audiences, who reads your book? Because not every reader is going to like your book, even if you think they might be the perfect reader. It could just be that you don't have a clearer picture of who's going to like your book. So let's go all the way back to the annoying topic of comp titles, comparison titles. Because frankly, I still fucking hate them, but they are useful. As frustrating as it can be to figure out what your comparison titles might be, the biggest thing they do for you is help you figure out who your audience might be. It also gives you a way to market your book effectively. Hey, if you like this, you're gonna love this. Because right away you're saying, 
this book is something very similar to what I wrote. And if you loved this book, you're going to like mine. So very simple, very straightforward, very easy. Um, and it's a great way to really find new readers for your book. The other thing that comp titles do is you can figure out who are the kinds of people that are reading it. What's the demographic there? Is it mostly men, mostly women? What sort of age group? It gives you parameters to be able to figure out who's going to buy your book as well. And as annoying as comp titles are, and I will never stop saying that they're annoying because to me they are, they're so fucking useful in this regard. Also, of course, knowing your genre, obviously, knowing your genre well, including subgenres, will help you figure out who your reader is as well. Because if you understand genres and subgenres really fucking well, you will have such an easier time finding out who will be reading your book and who will be the ideal reader for your book. And if you're thinking, well, duh, this is all pretty fucking simple, I, I really wish it were. Because the reason I talked about comp comparison titles, despite hating them, the reason I talked about genres is because a lot of people out there trying to market their book are really struggling because they don't honestly think about who their target audience is and who they should be primarily marketing this book at. And not only are you looking at who your primary audience is, you want to look at alternate audiences as well. People that will like your book if you market it properly for them. If you're lucky enough to be working with a publisher or an editor who is at least somewhat competent, they're going to be coming at your story from the point of view of a reader. Now, they're also going to be a part of your target audience because if they love your story, well, obviously, they're a part of your audience. But that is also one of the reasons that they want to publish it. So they're also going to have a better idea from a reader's point of view of who the best audience is going to be. So if you're lucky enough to have one, they are definitely going to want to work with you and help you identify who this audience will be for you. Because when you're the author, I'm going to be so fucking honest, you get a little book blind. Because you know it so well that you believe that other people are going to see X, Y, and Z in it when really they're seeing A, B, C. And this little bit of book blindness can make it sometimes difficult to market your book properly. And it's something to keep in mind that readers are going to see your story differently than you see your story because you know it far more intimately than any of your readers could ever possibly imagine. Now I'm going to stray away from one of the typical narratives here. And while I do believe you should know the demographics, sex, age, region, language, um, whatever that works as a demographic for targeting your story to. The other thing to remember is you're targeting to people. You're marketing to human freaking beings, I think. Um, and ideally, you're targeting to people. So you, as much as 
numbers and demographics and these little bits of everything help, sometimes they're going to be outliers. They're going to be people that are in your target demographic that might not get your story. And they're going to be people well outside of it that will love it. Now, the biggest thing is you can't focus on these outliers. You can't just market in general and hope people are going to like it. By targeting your marketing, you are going to be able to find a better readership and sell more books, which is always great. And yes, I know last episode was selling doesn't make you a sellout. And it really sounds like you're a sellout when I'm saying this. But if one of your goals is to make money selling your books, then you really have to think about these things, people. Because... You need to consider not just demographics, but who these people actually are. And that's something a little bit harder to define than numbers and demographics, which is why so much advice out there kind of focuses on those things and becomes really mundane and confusing. And I honestly think this podcast is almost kind of boring right now because it is a topic that isn't the most interesting and I'm doing my best to make it interesting and make it comprehensible to the many people who struggle with figuring this shit out. Now one thing I didn't mention at the beginning, um, another great source for figuring out who is going to want to read your book is talk to your early readers and if you followed any of my fucking advice from season one, You probably have alpha, beta, and arc readers, and these people are valuable resources because for, let's say, beta and arc readers specifically, you can always ask if they'd be comfortable filling out a small questionnaire regarding their thoughts on the the novel. And in that regard, you can ask who they think in an open-ended question would love this book the most. What kind of reader would like it? What would they compare your story to. See where I'm getting here? So those are things that you can do as well. Successful writers don't stop marketing themselves and their books. And as much as it sucks, as much as you would rather be fucking writing, these are things you have to think about and things that you're going to have to do. And even if you have all those beautiful dry numbers... Think about the people behind them when you're writing these ads. Think about what appeals to you and then make sure you run it by a few people that might be a part of your target demographic before you run an ad. Because on top of all of this, the last thing you want to do is piss off your potential readers. This has been another episode of Not Safe for Words. I hope you've found some useful advice here today. If so, don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you can join me next time for more publishing and writing insights. Thanks for listening.